Okay, Heather says it don't matter, but I'm going to say it anyways. Uh, welcome to Tesseract TV. This is episode number. Uh, we're estimating 47, so if anybody's actually keeping track and we're off, let us know. Anyways, uh, yeah, this is, uh, we're talking about Moon Knight, episode four. Uh, what was the title? The Tomb. The Tomb. Because we finally tomb. made it to the freaking tomb. We in there. We in there. Uh, <laughs> it was directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, written by Alex Minahan, Peter Cameron, and Sabir Perzada, if I'm pronouncing all of those correctly. It's close enough. Yeah. Well, you know, for government work, as you say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, first things first, I thought this one was better than last week, so yay. Yeah, I mean, off the top, I'll say this is the best episode so far. I will say the thing that's buzzing around in my head about this, though, is I find it interesting that once they got rid of all the superhero stuff, that the quality got better. <laughs> so it's like, did they, uh, maybe they just shouldn't be making a superhero show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I... I liked the story of the gods or whatever, like mm-hmm. the, that opening with the 10 different gods, like trapped in stone, like the, the other gods are fucking like, it's you step one toe out of line, boom, you're in stone. Like that I, was a lot of them. I, I should have counted 10, 10 of them. It was 10, 10. Yeah. And it annoyed me because at first it was like three diagonally, three diagonally. And then the diagonal didn't have, it was like a square. It was, I didn't like the shape. Uh, <laughs> There okay. were 10 of them. <laughs> that shape was not pleasing to mine eyes. <laughs> it wasn't consistent. <laughs> the placement of the little cubby holes for their little stone statues. Well, they're disorganized gods. I did not uh, I did not pause and go through and figure out which gods they were. Oh, there would be no way to do that, would there? I mean, the, the shot wasn't that great to, like, see individually. I guarantee you there will be people who have done A that. A nerd who does it somewhere. I know. And thank so, God for that nerd so that I can just Google shit later. Right. <laughs> and thank God for the production designers who, like, take the time to actually make all that stuff different. I'm assuming they're different because if it was me, I'd be like, just get the same statue. It's going to be a wide <laughs> shot anyways. It doesn't matter. I'd be like, run down to that Egyptian museum, buy 10 <laughs> of the little fucking toys. <laughs> <laughs> buy 10 of the same one. It ain't going to matter. <laughs> well, and you know what? Then we'll just use that. We'll paint it to make the little Moon Knight toy for the end, too. It's all good. It doesn't matter if it's the same shape. <laughs> So we got uh, we got a serious like Indiana Jones Tomb Raider vibe this week. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Um, and like, um, those were like Harold's dudes that were coming after them in the beginning, right? Yes, that was my with the machine gun attached to the truck. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my assumption. So Harrow's what blew dude. up in the back of their truck? That was Ammunition. conveniently back there. Am- oh, ammo. Okay. Yeah, because for that machine gun that's, like, mounted to the truck because he couldn't just turn around. It's, like, actually mounted on the truck. That's why the truck had to turn around to shoot at her. Mm -hmm. Um, It feeds in at such a rate that you need, like, a a case of the ammunition there that's just, like, feeding directly into it as you shoot. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. I was like, oh, it's very convenient. He got uh, flammable bombs in the back of his truck. <laughs> she spotted the ammunition. They they zoomed in and you saw the ammunition for a hot second. Uh, and then she form- she got the flare and formulated the plan. Oh, she's real smart on the fly. She's really good with flares. Yeah, the flares came in handy this whole episode. Like, I mean, <laughs> she's stabbing somebody. He's stabbing him in the eye with it. She's setting off the ammunition. Like, she's, uh, uh, so like they, they they stole all these flares and stuff. But I'm thinking, like, hey, maybe y'all should have uh, looked for a gun somewhere. But we'll get to that <laughs> later. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Layla, so she does that. She's all badass Mm -hmm. right there. Um, Saves her, like, she never gets saved by anyone other than herself throughout the episode. No, uh, Steven is definitely the damsel. (laughs) (laughs) And he's okay with that role. Yeah, you know what? He does does it great. He's so good at it. So after uh, she fights the the dudes in the desert and blows them up with a flare, they... uh, Layla and Steven start driving to um, the tomb. Finally, where we had I love their I love their conversations there, where he pulls the most uh, insanely like harsh line ever. I mean, ha- I thought he had disappeared from your life already. Talking about yo, Marge. that was facts. <laughs> because she's like, oh, he just made the decision. Like he been made that decision. <laughs> she's like, yeah, don't you know this about him? He avoided <laughs> you for a long time. <laughs> you thought he was dead. <laughs> No, I really like Steven this episode because he came through with the honesty. He was like, oh, yeah, the I'm being honesty thing. Like, I, mm-hmm. that was his move. Yeah. Um, he then, they also somehow ended up, they had all that chemistry last episode. We talked about how she had no chemistry with Mark. And then this episode, her and Steven get awkward. And I was like, ew. I was oh, like, but the kissing part? Awkward. Ew. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't, I mean, there was like a slight moment of awkward, but it wasn't too awkward for me. That came across real, real, real awkward. It was, They were awkward. Like, Steven was awkward. It was not, I didn't feel the chemistry anymore. I was like, oh, what happened? No. No, I liked it. I mean, it was awkward that, you know, there was a lot of, hmm, how do I say this? When they're putting the gear on, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of crotch shots. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think that's just, you know. <laughs> I'm like, do we need to focus the camera right here? The whole time? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's Disney Plus. It's a kid's platform. What are you doing? I'm like, his, yeah, his eyes are up there. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> boy. Um, I, so they they get to the tomb, and they're, they're strapping up and everything like that. Oh, we're not going to talk about the mountain goats being freaky. The mountain goat. Freaky think, mountain goat. I mean, I did notice the mountain goat. Um, I feel like that's what mountain goats do, though. Yeah, I know, and that's why they're terrifying. <laughs> they look up in mountains waiting to assault you and judge you with their bad ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. And I do like the recurring pattern of uh, Steven seeing random animals and saying hi to them. Yeah. He said hi to that camel. <laughs> um, he and Mark, uh, I love all these conversations in Mirrors. That they have. Like, that's my favorite thing. Yeah. Just Stephen and Mark. Oscar Isaac acting with himself is the best part of this show. Yeah, that's the that's the main draw. And really um, how good at, at that he is. Like, because it's just the funniest thing and uh, just the, the chemistry between he and himself mm-hmm. is uh, fantastic. Like, when they're arguing in the tent, you know, and he's like, oh, if I need a recipe for a protein shake, I'll call you. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw us off a cliff, like <laughs> if you touch her. <laughs> and him punching himself—that was yeah, kind of genius. Was, I love that. It was the best. Um, so I didn't figure out until maybe like ten minutes ago, when they zoomed in, when they were like, you know, uh, stopped by Harold's men's uh, like tent thing mm-hmm. when they went and stole the supplies. Um, and they zoomed in on some instrument in the sand. It didn't yeah. occur to me until like 10 minutes ago that that was the instrument that the mummy thing was using yes 
Yeah. That was supposed to be your indication because I did when they first arrived at the the campsite, I was like, what the hell? Like Harrow didn't we didn't leave anybody to watch the campsite. Like literally everybody just jumped into the tomb to to go explore. Yeah, like, yeah. Everybody that makes, left. That makes zero sense that they left everything completely unattended for Steven and Layla to show up and and go well, through all their shit. I guess he assumed that his other people that he sent out killed them. He would never assume that. Harrow You don't knows... think so? I don't know. I think Harrow has more respect for Mark than that. Mm, that's interesting. Okay. But I, I yeah, so that was my my original thing is like I have a note here. I'm like did they how do they how the fuck are they going to beat them to Amit? How is there no one left at camp? Uh, I was very confused by all of that. But then, you know, zooming in on that, I was like, "Oh, okay, they were hunted." There's a thing. Yeah, this, oh, that did that thing come outside? I feel like it had to have at some point because of that. The thing was out thing there. there. Yeah. Yeah, that that begs a lot of questions. Anyways, they uh they they make it into the tomb in like another way because they're like okay well Harold's men went this way we're gonna go this other way this other way that's conveniently open and we just have to rappel down for like five just, seconds yeah just a quick and rappel boom we're two we're like less than twenty minutes of walking from the actual whole room of the fair we just have to figure out this one little uh, we gotta figure out some riddles we have to figure out this one damn riddle about the eye of Horus and then which he we're... pulls out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, he is he is a geek. He's been geeking out. <laughs> like, He's like, oh, clearly, this is the Eye of Horus. I was like, bitch, where'd you get that from? And then just draws it in the sand, like, perfect textbook. Like, it's the most, that's a beautiful piece of artwork. I'm like, I've tried to draw shit like that. It don't work. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, there's just the perfect layer of sand there to, to draw it in. Um, after, you know, for... <laughs> 3,000 years that Alexander the Great's been <laughs> down there. One of my cats named after him. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. My my oldest cat named after Alexander the Great. Um, but it, it's like the perfect layer of sand and dust after 3,000 years for him to draw this in. And it's just ridiculous. Maybe that's what that's there for. That's your little drawing stand so you can make the happy <laughs> man. That was, so that's not like dust from time. That's sand that was purposely yeah, left there. It's like, okay, we're not going to be complete jerks. You know, we're going to have riddles. Somebody needs to find the thing. So <laughs> they, didn't have, they didn't have the papyrus to leave for him? They, like, no, they didn't have the. the no, they didn't have they that. fucking invented paper. They should have that. No, they said you're going to draw the thing and then you got to do the little flashlight so you can tell which direction to go. Oh. Which, but then I want to know, like, what riddles did Harold's men get? You know, I want to see it from their perspective. Did they get any riddles? Or if you go in the front door, it's fine. Well, I mean, eventually, some of them had to have gone in the same way that Stephen and Layla did, because that was what the, the fresh blood was, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so some I questions about some this tomb, there. My questions are mostly about how Harrow's men went the same exact way they did, but somehow didn't get to the tomb until after Stephen. Well, because it was a maze, right? So, like, some of them probably went different directions. You should have ended up at the right point if you had just gone down that sixth line. Yeah, so, so some people went over there. So Harrow's men broke up. There are six different ways to go. Mm-hmm. Harrow's men broke up. Yep. Not a single one of them went down that sixth aisle. I think the one that did got got. Uh, 
How did Harrow's men get got and Stephen manage to survive? Because he had Layla. I mean, it's semantics. It's movie logic. You know, TV, yeah. TV magic. Neither here it, nor there. Not actually something that annoys me. The guy that got killed, was that meant to be the same guy that had been on their tail the whole time with the beard? The heavier guy. Maybe? I couldn't tell if it was meant to be him or not. I have not been keeping track of the the little side. Like in the uh, in the end scene, like I was able to pick out a few people here or there, mm-hmm. but um, ninety nine percent of them, I'm like, yeah, face blindness. I don't. I know we saw you. You 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 were a character at some point. I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> enough. I'm like, I picked out like two people, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's when the part of the episode where everything was like, oh, I'm really into this now. Like when the monster showed up, like I was really into that. See, that was when I was like, nope, with the mouth clucks. Oh, I like all of that. Because we hear it at the beginning on the rewatch. I didn't notice the first time that we hear the little cluck clucks. But Uh now later you hear them and I was like, yeah. And then you see the guy. Why does he have to make those noises? Stop it. Because it's nice and creepy. (laughs) It is fucking creepy. (laughs) And I was like, oh, now it feels like a Buffy app. Like, here we go. Ooh. And then, oh, yeah. And they explain where these things are. What, they're hecas or something? Right. They're They're like, they're priest magician bodyguard Guardian things. things. Yeah. 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 There was a reason they were buried there. That always freaks me out. It's like, so they just, like, they kill them? Or do they bury them? Do they mummify them alive when a pharaoh dies? Like They're like little zombie things, so I guess they don't need sustenance. No, but they're, but they were actually humans back when Alexander the Great was still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's some fucked up shit that pharaohs did, like burying all your servants with you. Yeah, they gotta go too. <laughs> Be like, I'm dead. Ain't nobody. You ain't working for nobody else. <laughs> like, Y'all ride or die for real. Emphasis on the die. <laughs> like, what if you what if you work for somebody who has like a disease and they like die at a young age? You're like, well, there goes up. my life. Like, times up. You already I didn't a get slave. to live. What the you're fuck? You already a slave, so it sucks. You know, it's it, it all sucks. Oh God. So yeah, they they encounter this uh, undead mummy guy. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the part where Stephen is looking at the blood and he's like, no, nah, let's not go that way. I was like, okay, Stephen, <laughs> let's go. You over here using black logic. I love that. <laughs> I loved, um, you know, they, they try to escape. First, they don't stop it from, they don't try to save Harrow's Mm-mm. guy. They're like, nope, well, sacrifice, well, sacrifice to the gods, sacrifice to the gods. <laughs> um, as the, the organs start getting pulled out. Too but, late for him. <laughs> This thing, this mystical thing that's uh, sent there to protect Alexander the Great, uh, kills all of Harrow's men who are trained and with guns. Stephen kills him by pushing over, uh, a, a, I guess, like, a, what, a table full of shit and squishing him. Oh, that's interesting because I didn't ass- I, I didn't assume that he actually accomplished that. I assumed that the one chasing Layla was the same one, but it could easily be a oh. different one. It could like be a you interpreted one. it. I mean, he did say, I squished it. Right. <laughs> I just thought that it. was him, you know, convincing himself he did it and then it not being true. But it could have been true. And then, like, it could have been what you said. Like, it was a whole different one that was chasing Layla. I feel like it was a different one that was chasing Layla and, like, pulling her back through the wall. Oh. As she did her uncharted bullshit. That's interesting. We had two different interpretations of that. Well, because there were, what, like, six of them lined up at the entrance when they yeah. went in? Yeah, sure. 
so you're I probably most likely right ones running around yeah, otherwise i'm right. really fucking disappointed in harrow's crew <laughs> <laughs> You have all of these weapons, all of these people who have trained, who they've got a local crew, so they're fucking Egyptians who know what all the shit in the tombs mean, and they still all died over it? Like, mm -mm. that's really disappointing. Really. Well, they didn't all die. You know, we saw he had people at the end. A lot of them died. <laughs> Some of you may die. But through all of this, Harold is still calm. You know, we see Layla, you know, she escapes and there's that great scene where the thing comes out of the cave and just grabs her, woof, oh, grabs yeah. her twice. I love that. You go full horror movie there. Yeah, I love all that. And, and she, like, he falls down, which she dropped a flare down there earlier, and I never heard the flare drop, but I did hear the body drop. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you were listening for these sounds this episode. Well, that's, what you, that's why you were sending the flare down, was mm -hmm. to see how deep the the thing was if you were to fall down you could either see the bottom from the light or you can hear it drop and you i heard never body, heard it drop or saw a light flare. but then yeah when she and the mummy dude went over the edge you heard him hit the ground but the bodies hit the floor let the body hit the i'm not oh, doing boy. that right now oh boy <laughs> what nothing's wrong with me no okay hold. let me stop let me stop and scene <laughs> Yeah, I'll commit to a singing bit. Don't make me. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> I also love that he's trying to stab, the thing was trying to stab her with a bone. I've never seen that before. A bone, like the bone of his arm. <laughs> he's like, ah, I'll get you. Blah. Use what you got. You yeah. gotta use what... <laughs> if you don't have like a gun, like everybody else, like just grab your, grab whatever weapon is around. But that like goes back to the flares. That goes back to your point, like, if they're this decrepit that their arms easily come off, like, why is everybody having such a problem? Right? That's, I mean, <laughs> it just, just a, it seems weird. Hit them with a gun or something. Their limbs just fall off. <laughs> right? She pulled, <laughs> she just pulled his hand off. Like, <laughs> like, whoops, like he's a fucking Halloween decoration at Spirit Halloween stores. <laughs> oh. um, and, and, and then we get Harold showing up. On his, I just show up places thing. Sure, sure. Uh, at the on the complete opposite side of where he needed to be because uh -huh. you know reasons. And just real calm about it. And I was like, hold up, how was she gonna hear him across this castle? This man is a soft speaker. He's one of those annoying soft speakers. You're not gonna. Hear it turns him. out it was actually really narrow. You could have like just if you took a running start, jumped over, but perfectly fine. <laughs> like... oh, it was just movie magic. <laughs> um. Well, Harrow gives us a little more insight into Layla's dad, where he mm -hmm. talks about how Harrow's or how her dad thought that Egyptian gods still walked among them, mm -hmm. like the mm -hmm. avatars and whatnot. And that like clicked something in my brain when they first walked into the tomb, Layla and Stephen, and she had that number written down or whatever it was that she did yeah, for her dad. Yeah, whatever that thing was, yeah. And it looked like a number 31 to me. I don't freaking know. Um... Stephen said to her, oh, I bet he'd be positively beaming right now, seeing you standing in the proof of it. And I was like, proof of what? Like, you knew tombs existed. Like, I, what are you? The proof of the gods, yeah. So how did he know that that's what her dad, he didn't know about her dad? Right, right. Like, so that it's was like, just... did they have an off-screen conversation or is that a scene that got cut maybe and then the editing made it weird? Yeah, it was Sometimes just. that happens. The second he said, like, Egyptian gods walk among us. 
And I was like, oh, that makes the thing that Steven said earlier make a lot more sense. The standing in the proof of it. Yeah. Because as an archaeologist, he had proof of, you know, ancient Egyptians and pharaohs and all those things before. Well, so. then also, like, I think at the time when I first saw it, I interpreted it as like the proof of Ahmed in general, because this was a secret tomb anyways. Oh, OK. OK. Fair. Yeah, the hidden tomb. They didn't yeah. know at the time that it was uh, Alexander the Great, right? Yeah. Mm -mm. They didn't even know they was going to find that in there. Uh, well, find Stephen just like immediately goes yeah, he for just, the kill with the fucking with 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 the pharaoh with, with the great mr mr the great yeah he just he's just like okay well i guess i gotta uncover this you gotta <laughs> be in here somewhere he solves that problem so quickly like just like with the eye of horus and immediately understanding exactly what the maze is and which path to go down yep. uh, he immediately opens the sarcophagus which i don't think one person should be able to do alone <laughs> <laughs> Should be at least a two-person job. <laughs> like, that shit is made out of fucking gold. That is heavy. Like, and the stench, can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. I was surprised nobody <laughs> reacted with, like, a, oh, this smells bad face. What? Right. Um, and just, like, casually breaking his jaw, reaching his reaching his arm down there. Mm-hmm. I loved Mark being like, yeah, do it. Get in just there. get in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ew, Mark, do you have a weird, like, pharaoh fetish? What the fuck? Oh, um, I, oh, but the, the hero having that conversation with Layla about her dad. Also, mm -hmm. we learned that her dad is a is a fashion icon. He got fuchsia scarf. <laughs> uh, but like, did he get that info from Stephen slash Mark's head? I don't. Is that know. what we're meant to believe? I don't know how he got that info. I mean, obviously, Conchu would know all that info. Um, but that should have happened after. After. Harrow was done with him. Because he mentions, what does he say? Do I have it written down? He says something about scales. Oh, his scales are blah, blah, something. Yeah. What did he say there? I, I, I don't remember the actual phrasing, but he says something about scales. And then I know that it affected me because I was like, oh, he says something about scales don't lie. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I don't need to be hit with that because the scales been telling my scales been telling me all kinds of bullshit and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, they what I wrote really down did the two of them just sit down? Like Harrow at one point actually just sits down on the edge of that. Oh yeah, he's just that thing there, and they, and they just have like a chit chat, like it's a therapy session. Yeah, he's like, like I got, I, tea. I got tea for you. She should have walked away like a million times beforehand. The one time she finally starts to walk away is when he gives her the information. Mm, he knew it was gonna sow some discord in the in the relationship thing. He was like, "Oh, look, I got tea. You've been wondering about your dad. Here I mean, you go." Yeah, but it's also shit she should have known because she it turns out as she, you know, Stephen finds Amit. Congratulations. Well done. Um, it's the 11th little fucking statue. Um, Layla goes off on Mark <laughs> when he's not even there. But we really do find out that, yeah, Mark did after after her dad is killed. He's then like, all right. I've just been brought back from the brink of death. I have multiple personalities, and now I've just been taken over as the avatar for an ancient Egyptian god. <laughs> Let's go stalk and harass this poor woman who lost her father. Yeah, pretty, I guess in his mind, he's like, I was, I'm was. i going to try to make it up to her, make her feel better. He, he's done a great job. He's probably a fan of you on Netflix. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He does just put a hat on for a disguise, and that's it. 
Oh. Um, it's like, and she she calls it out. That's the reason we met. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was him going. First of all, it was she says that Mark's bringing his partner there is the reason her dad is dead. Uh, but, but I'm looking at it like Mark feeling guilty about her dad is now the reason that Conchu is after her. So he's really just done nothing but fuck up her life. No, he brought a whole cycle of death to he her. Brought a life. whole new cycle to her. Yeah. Was, yeah. I don't know. He didn't think that through. <laughs> I don't think Mark thinks things through a lot. He's not the thinker. Mm-mm. Um. Um. But yeah, so we learned that the partner, Mark's partner, they were on a job. He went rogue. He wanted more whatever treasure they were hunting, and shot all the archaeologists and shot Mark. And that's how we get back to the origin story part where this is how he died. Yeah, where and got resurrected. Brought him back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which will probably tie into stuff in the future. We'll get there. Um, um, I had a line about next time they go on a cave exploration, they might want to steal some guns instead of flares. We I mean, discuss that. <laughs> they well, luckily he uh, he found that sword. Luckily, she was pissed off and brought Mark out at the perfect time because Stephen would have immediately uh, lost his shit. But <laughs> finds that little that it was that a, like a little axe axe thing. Yeah, yeah. right, axe. And immediately decapitates a dude and just <laughs> somebody and another one like right into his neck uh, before his ass just gets shot twice. I love how immediate that was. I'm a big fan of villains not like sitting around being like, okay, let me talk to you. I fully expected that to be the end of the episode. But also, I'm and I'm glad that it wasn't. Like, I loved the, the next part that we move into. Mm-hmm. But how did he not die from that? Like, how is he not dead after two oh, well, chest? I'm assuming he is, and that's what we'll, we'll get to that. But he's in the after. That's what this is: is the afterlife. Like he's like in the process of dying, right? And I assume what we saw in the end is going to be what helps him get back, just like we already have a history of God's resurrecting him. Okay, okay, I like that. I could, what... I didn't know what the the psych hospital was. Whether it was, I mean, obviously it's not. Um. Uh, at first, I was like thinking it was some sort of uh, Mission Impossible simulation where they put him in there and just had actors all around him and shit. Uh, but then it obviously wasn't when you got oh, Leyland. When we first else. started doing this, when we went down this road, uh, also not uh, the, the cinematography on the part where he's falling in all that standing water was great. So fantastic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that transition into the the the. the the flashlight thing like where it's like he's falling and it looks like he's falling into the moon and then it turns into the flashlight on the movie it was really cool yeah um but then like when they do the whole like psych war thing i was about to get so mad because i'm like i hate this trope where it's like they try to play the protagonist is really crazy the whole time and and his whole life was a dream thing i'm like so tired of that so i thought we were going down that route because they were doing all the greatest hits of that you know they had all the people that he recognizes the cupcakes the yeah. Things. Um, but then when it took the turn, when he starts uncovering the sarcophagus, you know, I was like, OK, we're doing something different here. Yes. Yes. That was that was my thing. I wasn't sure exactly what that whole situation was. Um, and only I knew that it wasn't like something that Harrow had set up the second we saw um, Stephen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had both of them at once. I was still concerned that it was like Harrow had taken him and drugged him somehow, and that's why he felt sedated in the. In the oh, situation. so you're thinking you're thinking like he just got physically taken out of the water and they went and and did something to him later. That was yeah, that was yeah. something that I was thinking whether it was they they took him out and brought him out of the tomb with him with okay. them and like and then drugged him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but no, Afterlife makes much more sense. Yeah, especially since there's the two of them. Yep. You know, um, and uh, actually three. Three. Because yeah. we saw one shaking and they were like, hell no, we not messing with that. <laughs> I would have liked the line, though, at least, of why they wouldn't explore that third one. <laughs> they just well, kind of look at it and, and keep yeah, moving. Just, you know, like, uh, you know, Stephen being, should we? And then Mark being like, eh, nah. And then they just uh, no, it looks scary or something. or something like that. Like, yeah, just. But no. <laughs> No problem with it. And I like that they're best friends all of a sudden now because they're both in this situation. And now they're like, oh, my God, I'm so glad to see you. I mean, yeah, you know, well, that's what you do. I love that they can, like, talk without a, without a mirror now. It's uh... Yeah, yeah, they can, like, they can embrace all the stuff. I think uh, I read somewhere that the body double for these scenes was uh, his brother, Oscar Isaac's brother. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's, uh, if we if we do get that third one, we're going to have, um, I'm, I'm going to get severe orphan black vibes. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, why did it take me this long to realize that's what, this is just orphan black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's orphan black, but inside one body. Yeah, yeah, minus the clones. But, like, it's just Oscar Isaac just wanting to do orphan black. <laughs> God, and then, like, you know, nonsensical plot. It's all coming together. <laughs> yeah, like. You know, they show up, uh, Tatiana Maslany is there at, like, some Marvel thing, you know, for She-Hulk, and Oscar Isaac's like, what, you think you're special? I did it, too. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> they had, uh, and, and then we get um, the escape from Hera with the sarcophagus, mm-hmm. um, and then they uh, find the hippo god. Yep. And I, I, I did some cursor, what, what is, what's the word? Cursory. Cursory? Yeah, uh, Googling. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do too much because I don't want to spoil things for myself or everybody else because I knew I was going to have to mention this. But, like, if you start Googling Hippo God, apparently everybody is doing that because Moon Knight. Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> um, the God's name is Towerette. We knew that from episode one. It was mentioned? Yes, it was mentioned. Uh, Steven and Donna, what, like, literally everything that was in that final ten minutes was a reference to something we had already seen in the show. I think, honestly, literally everything. Oh, wow, that's cool. Um, because, yeah, when Steven shows up late for work, um, and then him and Donna are, like, organizing stuff, it's the part where he's saying, oh, look, marketing fucked up, but there's only seven gods on this poster, blah, 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 there's supposed to be nine. Well, at one point, he picks up a box. Uh, she's like, hand me the box of hippos. And he picks up the box of Tarouette plushy doll things. And he's like, actually, that's the goddess Tarouette, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and no, I got to go back stuff. and watch. That's fun. Yeah, that's in that's in episode one where we actually see her, this goddess. That's a real fun time. I like that. Yeah. Everything is. Uh... And in that episode, she right then, like in that same time period with the uh hippo plushy things she says like i swear to god i will shove you in a sarcophagus and you can ask the pharaohs themselves he got shoved in a sarcophagus he, he got shoved in a sarcophagus oh my yeah. goodness i know that's fun i like yeah. that um 
what Let's happened? See. So does Harrow yeah, what, what, now have the Amit statue? Oh yeah, he definitely has it. Right, because like Stephen mm. just set it down by the sarcophagus, I guess, when when the fighting started. Or he either set it down or had it in his hand, but he got shot. Because he had it in his hand and then put the ba- but put his backpack down when he went to grab the axe. Yeah, no, he got no. Harold definitely has it. Yeah, yeah. So that's, what's your interpretation? We've accomplished I, fucking nothing. No, <laughs> we just gave the back. I mean, that's what happens. You give the bad guy their thing. The bad guy has mm-hmm. to have their thing. Boy, oh boy. Um, what's your interpretation of the last scene? I mean, just the this, this hippo goddess Tarwet is there to help them. Obviously, she sounds friendly. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's one of the ones that was encased in stone. I'm wondering if she's linked to all that standing water that was in that too. <laughs> I mean, she's the goddess of fertility. There was a few things that were list, uh, listed there. Yeah, like f- fertility, also like uh, rebirth, rejuvenation. Okay. Um, and then also there was something about like uh, water, like god of water, something like that. Interesting. Um, So I'm wondering if she's like related to why all that water was in that tomb. Or another interpretation is uh, Stephen's just having a fever dream right and he's just having a real bad infection because again standing water yeah <laughs> i like it it could be the afterlife which i love as a, a perfect explanation that's why there's two of them or it just could be him fucked in the head on some sort of <laughs> drug trip whether it be like an infection or actual drugs or i don't know yeah i'm, I'm thinking but i'm thinking it's more the afterlife thing just because he's gonna have to get back right so like what's the big hand wavy tv show thing you can do oh god brought him back yeah yeah also taro rett's braids are on point one to point that out she got the old school whoopi cobra braids <laughs> or the rick, rick james braids actually that's good nice yeah, nice yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i think I'll, i i'm hope i hope i like her i hope we get more of her um, i think it's going to be a fun time i'm liking like now we're going into full-on weirdoville well yeah you've only got two episodes left what is the end goal of this series like the end goal know. of Loki was take down the TVA. The end goal of Falcon was get Sam in the suit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the end goal of Hawkeye was to get her in the suit and get him back home for Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. what is the end goal here? Yeah, Stop is Harrow. there is there going to be a link to the larger stuff ever? I don't know. And then also, like knowing that Oscar Isaac did not sign on to be doing this, like for. He didn't sign one of those big contracts. I don't know that Marvel's even doing that. They don't those offer big, those anymore. They don't do that anymore, no. Because they, they have too many things going on and they need to pull you in for this or that or not use you at all again. They're like, nah, you know what? We've got enough money. You'll come if we need you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a great question. Like, where where is this trying to end up? I know it. I know right now from this episode, it's not... I know they wanted to be a superhero show, but this should not be a superhero show because I don't think they do that part well. Um, yeah. But uh, if I had to guess, I don't know. Do we think he's going to meet up with anybody we know at the end or something annoying like that? No, I don't think it's going to connect to anything that we've already seen. I mean, I could be wrong, uh, you know, but I don't think it will connect to anything we've already seen. But the Maybe end goal just... has to be stopping Harrow and yeah, obviously, uh, yeah, that's... trapped. Maybe it's just to introduce the idea of actual god gods this time, because like 
before they were so scared to do that kind of stuff. It was like, oh, no. well, Thor's a god, but like, mm. yeah, he's an alien. You know, maybe this is like the just to open up that avenue. Well, the Eternals say they are the basis for all the gods on Earth. But still, that's also a, that's another like, you know, but like hand wavy thing. Like, oh, this is the explanation of why people yeah. were worshiping that. But like, these are legit gods now. So um, maybe it's just to open up that avenue. Okay. For what purpose? I don't know. I wonder, like, at the end, does Khonshu get free? Like, we, he has that to. Ha we have to end with him still being fucking Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, he has to get the suit back at some point, yeah. Yeah. So we've got to uh, stop Harrow and get Khonshu out. And ho so hopefully we don't spend too much time in Asylumville? Because I that I, will be honestly, annoying. I think we need to be done with Asylumville. Like, we can spend maybe half an episode. Yeah. Because we only got two more left. And then the, the, the last one is usually the rushed... Uh, Oh, we got to beat the bad guy thing. Yeah, yeah. So episode five, shh, hopefully they don't spend the whole episode trying to get him back to life, but they might. That's what I'm, I'm a little afraid of that. Back to life. Stop it. Back to reality. <laughs> Your voice is sounding better now. Oh, thank you. I had party girl voice in case anybody didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you, you've worked it out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Never mind, I take it back. <laughs> nope, still sound like a hoe. Got it. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything Anything else? Any other thoughts on this? I think we got it all. Great all episode. Right. It's the first one where I, uh, I actually care about what happens next. Ooh, how exciting. Yeah, we, we reached a point here. <laughs> we have reached a fucking point. <laughs> Quotes? Uh, I think you already said mine. Uh, yeah, if I need a recipe for a protein shake or something, I'll call you. <laughs> or also, we can do what's belay. <laughs> um, how many people looked that up? Because I did look that up. Really, belaying? Yeah, I mean, I I assumed it had something to do. I thought it was like um repelling, but it's not repelling. Mm -mm. Belay is to actually attach yourself to something before you repel. Mm hmm. So you know. I guess I, I know that term from uh, going to school and goddamn the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know. Uh, my favorite quote would was, uh, I'd shit myself, but I'd be thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> if they sprang to life right now, started to ask me questions, I'd be so thrilled. I'd shit myself, but I'd be thrilled. So excited <laughs> to solve riddles. <laughs> and I'm like, that's why I like him. I'm like, he's just fun. These big old nerds. He's he's my favorite. It's like, oh yeah, we're in a deadly situation, but look, nerd stuff. <laughs> uh, rating? Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm a, part of me doesn't want to do it because you know I'm stubborn, but I'm gonna go ahead and give it an eight. Okay, okay, that's a big jump from your three last week. It is. I'm giving this one an eight and a half. Always gotta outdo me. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to I have to like things a little bit more than you, yeah. Like, <laughs> We've established the pattern here. You're slightly grumpier than I am. <laughs> Not too much, just a little. Uh, Y'all let us know your thoughts. Uh, find us on social media. Uh <laughs> I'm still laughing at the grumpy thing. At Tesseract TV. <laughs> Uh, also, you can email us at Tesseract TV or at Tesseract TV podcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Let us know thoughts and stuff. 
Yep. Please rate, review, subscribe, uh, do the five-star thing on Spotify, all that good jazz. We appreciate it. Good jazz. <laughs> and all that jazz. Jazz! That's what we're going to end on. Sorry. Uh, you have to suffer through that. Uh, <laughs> bye, y'all.